This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Okay, okay, okay. We don't have a Raspberry Beret, but we do have Motes and Euler on SNR. I had to throw something new at you there. I, I like that. That was pleasant. And it was funny, too, because as I was driving in, I was listening to the contrast of Prince. I was listening to Michael Jackson. Queen? Oh. Michael Jackson. So, you King? know, anytime I think uh, of Mike, you know, I'm like, Mike, Prince, Mike, Prince, everybody. Have, who's better? Who's better? Man, it's always good to hear a little Prince like that, man. So, I, that's I, a little surprise. I, I think I've told, have I told you what me and my buddies are doing? With the music thing, did no, I share this I'm with you? I'm unaware of this. Okay, you, you know you you're so popular now, man. You got so many shows. You're always doing something that you know you forget about. <laughs> and little you know old I'm me, always man. trying to shoehorn like music and movie yeah, talk man. in there too. Um, so I have a buddy who lives in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and does work with South by Southwest. Okay. You know the big music festival yes, down there. Yes, absolutely. And bucket list, by the way, I want to go there. <laughs> there and Coachella. Me too, as well. I was actually supposed um, to go last year until pandemic. were you Coachella? Yeah. Because my, my KK, she wants to go so bad. So it was like, yo, we'll pull up to Coachella. Like, that was going to be our thing. And then Man, forget, pandemic. This, this corona guy needs to get these hands. Bro, bro. I mean, he ruined my wife and I's Euro trip. Like, he seriously. ruined your Hawaii and Coachella It was Coachella supposed to be trip. Hawaii, Coachella. Like, I was going to be world touring. I'm just throwing it out I there. Was supposed to be I wanted to go on I a world tour. I was supposed to be in England and in France. I'm trying to legit, like, world tour. <sighs> all, all the tours that I missed during while I was playing, <sighs> I, I, it's world tour time, man. So here's what we're doing. My my buddy who uh, works for uh, or, you know and does stuff around. He lives in Austin and and kind of in the the music and film community down there, if you will. He's got this theory that like he thinks we're in kind of a dark age of music right mm, now. Okay. Um. That there's not as much new good music that's being produced as regularly you know mm-hmm. as normal, and that most a lot of the people now who are still producing good music are people that have been, right? That we're already used to. So we came up with this thing, right? Where he was like, I'm starving. He would be t- like, we got a group chat with all of our buddies. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm starving from new music. Like, okay. there's no, do you guys have anything? You know, he'd text us like once a week and be like, any new music, any new music. What we decided to do, Moats, since we couldn't find any new music that we liked, we tried to find old music Ooh. that we liked. Okay. So we got this group chat, right? Yeah. And like every week, somebody picks a different iconic yeah. album from, from before we were born, like the okay. 70s or the 80s. And we all listen to it and like kind of share our thoughts, at, right? Sure. So we did Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder that, a couple weeks oh ago. God, a classic. Oh my God. I love that. This song. week, Arthur Motes is, is 1999 by Prince. That's the mm-hmm. album we're listening to. So I've I've had a little Raspberry Beret. Yo. I've had a little Prince stuck in my head. I'm these not going to lie. Couple days. That is a dope concept. As I always tell you, Mr. Producer Mindset, Wes, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to stab you in your back. I'm just going to look you in your eye and tell you, hey, I'm Wes, stealing that at some I'm going to steal that concept at some point. I don't know when it's going to drop, but it's going to drop. And when the people <laughs> see it, they're like, yo, where'd you get that from? I'm going to say, no, this is from my dog, Wes. Shout out. I'm going to give you your credit. Okay. I, I, I cite my sources. <laughs> But I'm just letting you know that I will take your what your concept is. I'm taking it, but I'm going to cite the source. I don't just, mind listen, citing it. Just when, when you're doing this on the NFL Network yeah, that's or whatever saying, one man. day, you just remember, I'll produce for you. All listen, right? in the words of Coach Tomlin, I don't care where a good idea comes from. Okay? He would always say that. I don't care if the janitor comes in and say, hey, Coach T, on third and short, let's not play cover three. We probably should go cover two to jump the out route. I don't care what <laughs> idea comes from. If it makes sense, we doing it. <laughs> 
I give you credit though. Hey, no, I'll take it. I, I, I cite my sources. No, listen, no, 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 no plagiarism over here. Listen, we, I'll take it. No copyright infringement over here. We we gonna cite our sources. <laughs> this is what we do. Send residuals. Yeah. To the iHeart Studios. You know, yeah. Care of Wesley Hewitt. It's that simple, man. <laughs> So that's what, hey, if you're out there and you're looking for something to do with your crew of friends, all right, you that pick, a, you dope, pick a different though. old album Gosh, every week, you dope. listen to it through, you know, you give your yeah. thoughts at the end of the week, you pick a different album the next week. I also solicit album idea. If anybody's got albums that we should listen to, that's, that's, that's where we're at. That's where I'm at. Mm. <laughs> oh, mozi, mozi, mozi. We are uh, chasing shiny silver objects. No, what we're doing is... Providing the listeners with a nice blend of hard-hitting football, which uh, we already started out with with the Joey Porter news, the positivity with that. Then we transition to a little lighter of a topic, a little bit fun here, right? Sure. As we're a little lighthearted, transitioning into our next hard-hitting football topic, which is Julio <laughs> being traded. Because you got to have that fine balance. I think about when I go to watch public speakers. If the public speaker is up there and he's only giving me content, 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 analytics, 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 I'm going to get fried. I'm going to get lost. He's going to lose me. It's over. But if he gives me hard-hitting analytics, funny story, hard-hitting analytics, oh, shiny object, more analytics, now I'm more tuned in. So that's all we are doing. We're just providing a smooth, (laughs) you know, entertainment process for the listener. That's it. That's what I think, too. Yes. So now that we are... Past that, easy that easy part. Now we get to the hard part. Are you part. saying we're like the three WS of sports talk? Is that what it, you're telling it's, me? It's that simple, man. I like it. It's that I'll simple. Take, maybe, we, maybe that's the new tagline. I mean, I, I prefer to say we're like the TLC of you know sports talk, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. I don't want to chase that waterfall. So with <laughs> the news of said wide receiver in terms of Julio Jones being traded to the Tennessee Titans, I mean, I think we first would just give our reaction to the move before we get into the details of what was given up and things like that, just the shock. Like, for me, I didn't think – I thought the Julio would be moved because mm-hmm. he confirmed it, obviously, when he was sure. on with Shannon, and sure. that's however you want to take it, if he was, if he knew he was on, if he was surprised. However, that's another debate. But initially the reports were that Tennessee wasn't even involved. Right. That was the funny part. They said Tennessee wasn't involved. And then after the fact, good old Shefty comes out and says that they were the main front runners this whole time. You talk about smoke and mirrors. This is why we always say – as it pertains to NFL content, if a team says they're not interested, if a team says this player is not on the market, if a team says, yeah, yeah, we're not looking at that guy, don't believe him. Because <laughs> as Jared Goff, you can obviously talk to Julio, you can talk to the Tennessee Titans. There's plenty of times where this has occurred. Even Jalen Ramsey, remember when, before he got traded, we're not trading Jalen Ramsey, it's Jalen Ramsey, we're not going to trade him. Two weeks later, he was traded. I saw that even with Marshawn Lynch. My rookie year, we're not trading Marshawn to Seattle now. We're not going to trade Sean. I come here on a Tuesday. Where's Sean at? <laughs> that boy in Seattle. What? <laughs> well, how'd this happen? <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen it all. I've seen it all, man. <laughs> That's that business side of this thing that you were talking about in the last segment. Yeah, no, I, I'm surprised. I, not surprised that he was. I mean, we, we all knew that right. it, he wasn't going to play football for the Falcons next year. He came out and said that on a national TV show. Well, albeit through the phone, on a national TV show. Uh, but I'm I'm surprised that Tennessee was the destination. I'm also surprised, Motsi. I I thought for the Titans, that's you don't have to give up a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought it was a fair trade for the Titans as well too. Like I would have thought that the Falcons could have gotten more. Maybe that that obviously that wasn't the case, or else I'm sure that they would have. Yeah. Um, when you look at the Titans roster, right? Um, wide receiver certainly didn't seem like a position of need. 
Uh, you and I have talked a lot about how we thought that that's a very good team. They just they can't get after the quarterback, and if very you can't true. rush the quarterback, that you, you can't do much on defense. Um, but I tell you what, you had Julio Jones. You don't give up a first-round pick to do it. Now you have got a, a pretty nice stable of talent there on offense from your wide receivers to Derrick Henry as well, too, obviously. Um, it's a team that is – been in the playoffs two straight years, obviously made the run to the AFC Championship game last year. They did go one and done last year, losing to the Ravens at home in the first round. But, Motsi, I, I still think as we sit here today that the Chiefs and the Bills have to be thought of as, as, as one and two in terms of preseason favorites in the AFC. But now maybe it's the Titans, number three. You could certainly make that argument. Very true. I mean, offensively, they were already really good, right? <laughs> This was when it was A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, who obviously just signed with the Jets. No, Giants, I believe, right? Giants, yeah. Signed with the Giants, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we saw that dynamic at wide receiver along with Derrick Henry and why they were able to be as successful as they were, along with Ryan Tannehill having that resurgence, right? That, man, this is what he was supposed to look like when they drafted him in Miami. But now you're talking about upgrading that wide receiver. Now, I know some people will be on this Corey Davis train, and that's going to still end in potential. Whereas with Julio, this conversation ends in proving productivity. It's the difference between potential and proving productivity. All, all begin with the letter P, but 100%. drastically different in their meanings. Well, one of those is a bad P word, yes. like, we used to, like we used to say. So when I think of Julio coming in, a couple of reasons why this makes them a lot more dangerous. Number one it frees up A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is the number one receiver for the Tennessee Titans. I know Julio is that guy, and he's still going to draw a ton of attention, but the offense is going to continue from a passing standpoint to flow with A.J. Julio is going to be Julio, though. He's going to have those moments where he could take the top off the defense. He's going to generate a ton of attention, even though he's on the decline. We're not going to act like he's Julio of 2014, 15, 16. He's not that. But we know that he still garners a ton of attention. But A.J. Brown is an upcoming star in this league. And then when you think about what that does for the most important person, the most important person on that offense, hmm. Derrick Henry, it frees up the box even more. Correct. You talk about the catch-22 as a defensive coordinator. Now, we're not going to crown the Tennessee Titans and say they're going to go undefeated because there are a ton of variables that go into that. Derrick Henry's health, their defense, their ability to get after the quarterback, their ability to execute under pressure, and how long does it take for them to get on the same page. There's a lot of things that go into that. But when you talk about from a defensive standpoint, the catch-22 of if I pack the box to stop Derrick Henry, who just rushed over 2,000 yards, only a handful of running backs to ever do that. If I pack the box to stop him, how do I defend A.J. Brown single covered yep. and Julio Jones single covered? Yep. If it's A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, you okay. you can say, you know what? Well, single covered, safety shade to A.J. side. Shade to A.J. side. That's yep. fine. You can't say safety shade to A.J. side when Julio's on the backside. You can't say shade to no. Julio <laughs> side when A.J.'s <laughs> on the <laughs> You don't got two number one cornerbacks, all right? That's, That's first off. Cool. So, so you're either gonna you got to pick your poison. Do you pack the box single high safety so now you have the extra defender for run support, or do you sit in a two high shell so you have these receivers, you know, being doubled, but now you're you're playing against Derrick Henry in a six man box. <laughs> Dude, the catch twenty two that this offense, no, if they is. can remain healthy, what they'll be able to put teams in that's that's going to be special right there but like i said it's a lot of variables that go into that which is why i don't join the group that says oh yeah man they got this guy out championship oh they got this guy they're undefeated now oh man how do you stop this team because we know 
injuries are a factor. We know wear and tear is a factor. We know Derrick Henry is coming off of another season of high, extremely high usage. Laws of average. That's true. Eventually the damn breaks. That's true. When does it happen? Is it this year? Is it in sometime in the middle of the season? Does he get the injury bucket? Like it happens. We know this. Only two people are undefeated, Arthur Moses. <laughs> Absolutely. Father time mm-hmm. and the Pittsburgh Steelers chefs. That's it. Is it? Is it? Other than that. Honorable mention, your boy Tom Brady. No, shit, did you stop it? Because <laughs> he's your boy. Not mine. Would you stop it? Your boy. Well, real quick, yes. what do you think about him saying that he would he would give up two of his rings to have that perfect 19-0 season? You think that's that's true? I I, I think so. The yeah. 19, if you think about I know. If They'd the be ni- the undisputed greatest team in NFL history. Undisputed, without a doubt. And, and and certain people from like there'd be some Steelers fans that would try and argue from there. There'd be some Cowboys. There'd be some Niners. But like, to go nineteen and zero in the yeah, modern era, you like that's, that would have been untouchable. It, you can't debate that in the modern era. And literally, and I guess he looks at it and says, "I'd still have five rings. I'd still yes. have more than any." You know, and, like, and and let's be real, it was a fluky play that kept it from happening. Like that's my thing. I'm like, this is a team that yeah. If you get that, if imagine Brady with that under his belt. What are you saying about him now? Now, okay, hold on. Now let me ask you this. Okay. Because for him, you know what? You, you're right. And the way you laid it out there, like, yeah. I, I believe that he can say that because he's got a lot of – Because he already has – if this was like his – if he only had one or he only had so, three, that's different. But he still would have five with the perfect that's season. That's Like, come on, this. man. You ready for this? I'm going to put you and, on the spot. And this, he had the MVP that perfect season as well, right? He did, yes. Come on, man. It's been through like 5,700 <laughs> yes. touchdowns already. Absolutely, Moss. yes. So let me ask you this, Arthur Moats. Put you on the spot. Okay. Would you have rather had a 19 and 0 season in your career and win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. or would you have rather won the Super Bowl twice? 19 and 0 season, Super Bowl champions, or you win multiple. What was, what was my role though? Is I have the same role on both of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I got the same role on both, I probably want to go with the 19 and 0. Yeah, only if I got the same role. Just because it's yes, it because would the live 19 and, and it would be literally I was the starting linebacker on the only perfect team. Versus, I was a starting linebacker on a team that has seven think losses, and we went the wild card to get yeah. it. It's like think it's the underdog story that the Dolphins right. players get like, still, and that was every in year, every, every year. year. So for me, fifty years later, like you know how hard that would be to accomplish again in any sport. So that's why for me, I would love that. It's a, it's but it would have to be point. all things the same. Like money has to be the same. Sure, position sure. Yeah, has to be the same because the same. Yeah. if if it was different, like for me, I've already said like. I know it goes against the popular belief of athletes and things like that, but I love the fact that even though I didn't win a championship, the amount of money that I was able to acquire compared to my peers that did win championships and looking at how things played out post-career-wise, I'm like, yeah, you can have that championship. Give me my resource. Give me everything that I was able to accomplish here, and I feel like it's worked out great for me. Absolutely. Whereas my counterparts who have Lombardi trophies, have Super Bowl rings, some of them are legit might not be living in, in some bad, bad scenarios. Yeah. Because unless you were the starter on that ring, unless you were a person that was able to go and do it against somewhere else, the ring, I mean, it, it gives you notoriety. It gives you uh, a validation in terms of your team, but it doesn't necessarily equal compensation or sure. legacy for you. Absolutely. That to in be, fact, yeah, a yeah. Lot of, uh, that's why a lot of people, Seriously, not man. just in football, in every sport, every walk of life, the Olympics, whatever, people mm-hmm. end up selling their rings Seriously. or their gold medals yes. or their the yes. guys from Ohio State that sell the gold sell the pants, gold, yes. what they get when they beat mm-hmm. Michigan. You know, like, yeah, man. It's true. 
So, uh, like I said, it goes against popular belief, but that's the other thing. So, that's why I was glad that you left it as all things equal. All things equal. Because then it's like, okay, I can legit just think about You're the same that role, part both scenarios, right. money's the same. Yeah. Ninth, interesting. But the 19 and 0, it just holds weight. No, like, I think you're right. Think about even in basketball, right? College basketball, you have a team that has a perfect season. Gonzaga last year could have been. Right. But if they would have won it, think about we would talk about them for generations on type of generations. Yeah, it's true. It's not the same if you have one or two losses, though. It's not. It's not. It, it you just become a, a, another run-of-the-mill champion, as, as crazy as that sounds. But that's – I mean, because we're not talking about champions versus non-champions. We're just saying in the cup of champions. And and there's – let's be honest, too. There's only so many sports that you can be an undefeated champion. Yes. Like, in hockey, you got to play 82 games. Basketball, basketball, baseball. baseball, baseball it's same, not happening. Yeah. It, 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 like, that's even why it's so rare in college basketball yeah. and in the NFL as well, too. Um Interesting. I want to know from people on Twitter, would you rather have Seriously. a 19-0 and 0 season? Or two Lombardis. Or two Lombardis. And, uh, every, and, 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 and not back-to-back, back, just two. Right. It doesn't right. matter when your, they happen, just two. Your yeah. role on the team is equal. Your yeah. your salary is equal. All Everything's that stuff. Equal. Yeah. A 19-0 perfect season or have won the Super Bowl twice? 19-0 perfect season with the Super Bowl. Throw the caveat with the Super and Bowl. And see, here we yes. go. See, Motes, I know people, they, they, the power grid never lets us down. Here we go. What do you got? What do you got? TC says no way. Brady in New England can take nineteen and zero and shove it. Cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, see, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, Dom Juan also says Corey Davis is a jet. That, that was I knew he so went we to New got York. The, right? We got, I, yeah. we got that New Jersey right. No, because um, it was Galladay that went to the Giants. Kenny Galladay went to the Giants. That's correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they so both now, got receivers. I remember they both got receivers. That's I, what it was. I want us to get. To, I want tweets on this now. Yeah. 19 and 0 Super Bowl champion man. or two rings. And it has best, to be two rings. It can't be yes. three or four. No, no, no. Solely two. two. And we're not saying back to back. Just two rings. And not back to back. Versus the perfect season 19 and 0 with the championship. So hit us up on the Twitter.com at the body 52. The body. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. Yes, indeed. Um, but couple, this is interesting, man. It's really interesting. A couple other tweets here, real quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard says. Uh, with no more uh, in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, this show officially my number one sports talk show. Uh, try and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. You guys keep up the good work. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, man, we, we appreciate it. Appreciate that, and man. again, if if maybe you missed this earlier, if you can't uh, if you can't tune in on Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays, we you got can the podcast, we got the man. podcast Steelers Blitz wherever you get your podcasts. You can have us on demand and listen whenever it's convenient uh, to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steeler Nation nine twenty. Um, Says the only thing making me sw- sweat more than the welding that I'm doing is the thought of having to play the Titans in the playoffs. <laughs> Like, seriously, offensively, man, they – I mean, because defensively, the biggest thing for them a year ago was their – well, the coverage at some parts of it. Yes. But more importantly, they couldn't get after the quarterback. Yes. Now, they've obviously Their defense acquired, took a pretty substantial step back. But we also know who they acquired this offseason. Correct. Alvin. Correct. Dude, pre, a.k.a. Bud, and he brought That'll his help. buddy, Ola Dane. That'll See, help. Bud, but a buddy. That's what he does. <laughs> On brand. That's what he does. On brand. Keep the market going. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously on the back end, they lose a Dory Jackson. I, I forgot who they drafted to replace him, though. I, th- I could have sworn they drafted. I got to check that out. But, yeah, they're going to be interesting, man. Jason says, uh, Wes, one of my favorite albums you guys must listen to. Yes, 90125, released in November of 1983. The best track on that album is Leave It, according mm. to Jason. I like okay, it. Okay. Jason, I'll throw that on the list. Hey, man, I, I'm uh, liking this, you this know creativity. Who, you know the famous song um, that, yes, I mean, they have a couple, but you know the the one is, um, you seen The Breakup? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Um, Underrated Jennifer movie, Aniston's way. brother who does the acapella. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lose your temper. Yes. Oh, 
always thinking about the future. I, I could feel yes. Vince Vaughn's pain. Yes. Dun, 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 I could feel his pain. Hey, I could feel it. Dum dum. Come on, that's you on the drum, on the kick drum. Come on, Gary. On the kick drum. Come on, <laughs> on the kick drum. <laughs> I can feel his pain, like yo. Leave me alone. <laughs> on the kick drum. <laughs> you know what? All right, now because it, I'm oh gonna have to listen to that gosh. album start to finish because of Jason. Now I'm gonna have to report back. Oh man, that's sick. <laughs> Motes, do you think we could fit a pool table in this studio? Here? Oh my gosh, leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, Rod Dallas says, give me the two rings all day. Uh, same with Steelers Nation 920. I'll take two Super Bowl rings. Mm. Hey, that's the duality of man. It is, man. And then it Rod Dallas says, because I could use a hashtag, two rings. I could dig it. That's You know, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Listen, I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I mean, it's really not, right? If you, if you want yeah. the two Super Bowl parades and all that craziness yeah. in your life twice, I couldn't knock on that right. because that would be – I can't imagine more uh, things that are much more fun than, than – Right, winning a. I mean, is there really a wrong answer for either no, one? There's not. I mean, I'm either gonna be at the highest of all highs, being the only perfect team, or however long perfect team to win one, or I'm gonna have the luxury of experiencing twice, twice winning experience it two it times, twice. and the different stories and journeys of how right. they happened and how different they were, because each season is so unique in its own right. Like even if each, it's the same era, each team that I played on, even though we might have brought back 85%, 90% of that roster. It was still different. It was still very significant Heck in its yeah. own right. 14 versus 11 versus 16 versus 13. Like, each one with each group, you're always like, yo, this is this is cool right here. So to have two moments where you know we're going to forever be locked together, because that's the thing that we always talk about with sports, and that's what makes championships so unique. If you don't win one, as close as you are, that brotherhood, it can get lost because they don't have that hard bond where we know every year we're going to get recognized. We know every right. decade, every five years, every 10 years, like we got to come back to this. We don't hold those type of reunions for division championships. We don't hold those for appearances in Super Bowls. We hold those for only the highest of the highs. And that's Correct. the difference. Correct. So that's why it's always important, especially here in Pittsburgh, to win you one so you can keep that brotherhood like that, man. I uh, I was thinking like, you know, I I know a lot of our listeners have a lot of you out there. If you've been to a championship parade, like there's few things like it. It's it's just it's a blast. It's the entire city shuts down and it's just a big party and a celebration. I'll tell you what though, Motsi, mm-hmm. as much as I've been spoiled, right? I've been to two Steelers parades in my lifetime. I've been to three Penguins. Par- ah, wait, no, that's a lie. I actually missed the 16 parade mm, because okay. Philadelphia. I was living in Philly, but ah. I made it. I, I was still living in Philly in 17, but I made it back for that one. Nice. Um, and, and they've they've been a blast. All those parades were were an incredible time. I went down with my friends. You know, we might have consumed some soda pops and and just had ourselves a, a good old time. I tell you what, though, a 19 and 0 parade. Mm. That would be off the chain. It'd be insane. I mean, that might register on the Richter scale. It would be in. Same. That's all I'm saying, man. TC uh, says a straight movie. Says I don't think it, like like no one considers the '72 Dolphins the best team ever. To me, it's just all about the championship. So give me the two rings. But then Adam says perfect season, no debate. <laughs> well, and it's funny, even the though duality on the tweets, I well, love it. And the thing that I always like with these conversations is even though the Dolphins people don't view them as the best team, 
they are the only team that is going to always consistently be a part of the conversation. They're, when the last team loses yes. every year, they're always in that Sports conversation. Sports Center and the NFL yeah. Network and Fox mm-hmm. Sports and CBS, right. they all go live to mm-hmm. those Dolphins popping their champagne. And the thing is, it doesn't matter how great a team the Chicago Bears were in the 70s. It doesn't matter how great a team the Steelers were in the 70s. None of those teams were able to accomplish what the Miami Dolphins did. Correct. So even though we can make this big debate about having better players, we can make the debate of, oh, we played them head-to-head, it would have been different. The end result is those other teams tasted defeat somehow, some way. Whereas that Dolphins team, they did not. So just on the th- or, or the basic principle of what does the best team constitute, if the best team constitute never losing, Speaks for itself right there. So that's what I said, man. They're always going to be in that conversation. Always. That's why it's fun, too, yeah. right? Is because there is no correct answer of right. greatest team ever. It, it's all it's subjective. It's how you want to word it, right? Because the same way I just said, okay, we're going to break it down to just the root of what the best team is, is that. But then if we go and play devil's advocate, well, what about this roster versus that A lot of people say the 85 roster. Bears. Right. They only lost one game the whole mm-hmm. season. You know, um, there's certainly people that throw the 70 Steelers into that consideration. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, some of the nine, maybe one of the 90s Cowboys teams. But that's, I mean, that's why we do this, right? Yeah. That's what makes it fun is now, because there is, is no correct answer. a good question I wanted to have for you. So, uh, the 85 Bears, they had one loss. Correct. But they won the ring. Correct. You got the, uh, was it 18-0 Pittsburgh, no, 18-0 New England Patriots. They lose one game, but it's in the championship. Yeah. Who's the better team? Yeah. Well, in the in the history of NFL lore, right? Because mm-hmm. as TC said, it is all about championships. Okay. That's just the sports culture. That so we, even if that you lost, your only loss wasn't the championship. Um, now I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you this, Motsi. That Patriots team lines up to play the '85 Bears. They're gonna beat and they the heck out of them. Smoke them. It wouldn't be close, they right? Smoke. You and I said this, and we ruffled some feathers. Uh, in 2019, right? We said yeah. that the the uh, the seven and nine Arizona Cardinals in yes. 2019 would have beaten the '85 yes. Bears. It's just different. Um, but I think in terms, that's a separate conversation from mm-hmm. your your kind of your pantheon of greatness. Yeah. Right. Um, because like we talk about how great those murderers row Yankees teams mm-hmm. were in the in the twenties and thirties, right? Yes. But is is that team beating the the Padres or the Dodgers now mm-hmm. with their bullpen and with the, you know what I mean? Like just no chance. Very true. There's no chance. I, Babe Ruth is one of the greatest hitters ever, right? And in that context, he absolutely is. But Babe Ruth gets smoked by Clayton Kershaw and <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Bauer and these guys. <laughs> you kidding seeing me? That? Babe Ruth gonna eat seven hot dogs and then try and go pitch to Tatis. That man will hit three <laughs> home runs a game. What are we talking about here? Right, so I think there are separate in terms of if they played head to head, how we view that versus just the the pantheon Correct. of greatness in the league conversation. Yeah, it's interesting though, man. Because that's the beauty of these debates. Like, like it's, this, it's man. true, right? Because you think too, like. To use the college basketball, because that's really, mm-hmm. it feels like the NFL and college basketball are the only ones yes, where this Because the, the season football, is close but, enough. Yeah. Yeah. At college football, we've had a lot of undefeated yeah. national champions. So maybe that's why it's left out. It's But also it's because of so how rare. short the season is in college football. Certainly. That's the shortest Certainly. of all of them. Like NFL, you're getting almost 20 games in. College basketball, you're getting 20 plus games in. You're getting 30 college plus football, games in. College football, you must around have 13 games. Yeah, it's true. It's different. Yeah. And two of them might be against South Central Western and, and, and yeah, Tennessee, Alabama, Missouri, Central State Community College. Yeah, <laughs> technical institute. <laughs> um, but like like the Kentucky team, right? That that lost one game mm-hmm. with Towns and all those guys. Yeah. Th- this this Gonzaga team that lost in the national. 
Mm-hmm. Those are probably two of the best ten college basketball teams ever. Yeah, easily. But if you ask all the experts to no one's talking about to it. rank their top yep. ten college basketball teams, no one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I do understand that. Like, and so, but I think it's important to differentiate when you're having the debates, having the conversations, because. Yeah, the 2008 Patriots, I think, would wax the 80. I mean, Randy Moss would be, you kidding me? Who's going to keep up with Randy Moss? Right? Who's keeping up with Randy Moss and Randy Moss is playing? They're going to play the bear defense and try and stuff the run, and Randy Moss is just going to catch seven touchdowns. If they line up and have bear defense with Randy Moss in the stadium, not even on the field, if Moss is in the stadium and you put a bear defense out there, you should be fired. <laughs> but in the pantheon of greatness, the 85 Bears are, are certainly ahead of, of, of the one loss in the Super Bowl Patriots because you play Rod. No, I don't no, make who, the rules. That's just the rules. Bear defense or Rod Wilson out there. there well, you go. now there we might be cooking. Right, now go. we might be cooking. <laughs> Strike up the bed. <laughs> we get prime. Bear defense or prime out there. We're good to go. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're nice, nice there. It's different. It's different. I still don't like it. I don't like any of those guys out there with no. Uh, not with Moss, baby. But when we get back, man. <laughs> We're going to get to some more of your tweets, but we're also going to dive into these wire, these receiver rankings that we've noticed oh, yeah. taking place on PFF. We know how much Wes loves his PFF. Mm. So when we get back, we will discuss that along with taking more of your tweets. So before we get to that break, make sure you get your tweets in at TheBody52. TheBody. At Wesley Euler. The Good Hair. This is Moulton Euler on SNR.